Welcome to a new episode of Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on other theater podcasts. On today's episode, I got the chance to speak with Lindsay Nicole Chambers, who is currently in rehearsal for the upcoming off-Broadway premiere of Chick Flick the Musical. Written by Susie Kahn, the show begins performances at the Westside Theater on February 21st and is about four friends who get together over chick flicks and play drinking games as relationship drama and career crises bubble to the surface. Lindsay has long been one of my favorite performers for a lot of reasons, which we'll talk about in the show, but you might have seen her on Broadway in Hairspray, Legally Blonde, or Lysistrata Jones, Off-Broadway in Sex Tips for Straight Women from a Gay Man, or originating the role of Lauren in the Kinky Boots National Tour. She also played Nina in the world premiere of Heart of Rock and Roll out in California last fall as well, and hopefully we'll see more from that show as we've talked about on Today on Broadway. But for me, to one degree or another, no matter what else she does in her career from here on out, she will always be in some form or another the eternally annoyed and pissed off Secretary Gale from the Practically Perfect Theater web series Submissions Only, which I'll have links to in the show notes so you can check it out if you haven't already. Now, fortunately, Lindsay is nothing like Gale, and we had a fun and delightful conversation about the definition of chick flick, uh, why doing comedy is so hard, and what it's like to be an Ohioan in the Michigan-dominated world of musical theater. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Lindsay Nicole Chambers. My first question is, I feel like if you're in a show called Chick Flick the Musical, we need to define exactly what a chick flick is. I feel like we all know instinctively, but we don't. And then my follow-up to that would be, is it different than a rom-com? And if so... Why do they both rhyme? That's my last question. Uh, (laughs) Actually, I died, so I can't finish the interview. (laughs) You just killed me. Sorry. Um, No, we've actually kind of talked about this in rehearsals because, you know, I think part of the point of the show is that, you know, people look at chick flicks like stupid rom-com romps that only, you know, silly romantic women would like or whatever. You know what I mean? But I think, um, I, I think kind of one of the points of the of the musical is that chick flicks actually are you know an important sort of not only like rite of passage but can actually add like meaningful insight and you know sort of sort of the way theater in general does um you know exercises some of your demons and like Mm -hmm. lets you know how things feel before you really experience them in your real life you know what i mean like so they can kind of be a roadmap as well i mean obviously there are some some funnier chick flicks and some more serious chick flicks, but uh, but yeah, I think rom com is 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 a slightly different category, or it's like a subcategory of chick flick. Oh, I like that. Yeah, maybe maybe she's a subcategory. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Like the like the the periodic table of uh, of chick flicks. I love it. So <laughs> chick flicks. Yeah, uh, totally. So that'll be a merch item. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So do you? <laughs> Coming in, like, did you have to, like, as you were prepping, did you guys either individually or as a cast binge a bunch of whatever we're calling chick flicks? Or or did you kind of go back to some of your favorites from the past? What was the well, research for I that? Mean, honestly, I feel like we kind of didn't know none of us needed any research. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's such a prevalent, it's such a prevalent genre, you know? But there were, interestingly, there are um, the writers, Susie Kahn, um, mm-hmm part of the, um, like one of the things that happens over and over in the, 
in the show is, you know, quoting chick flicks as um, sort of using chick flicks as conversation, you know, like bringing up a quote from a, like from a chick flick and then naming the chick flick sort of in the same inflection that you would give advice from that. Do you know what I mean? Does that sort of make sense? Totally. So, uh, I can't. What was what was your actual question? <laughs> I'm like, why am I actually saying that? No, no, no. I mean, if you did, you watch a bunch, or oh, if did you we have... do any research? Yeah, yeah. Oh, why I brought up Susie was because her family and her friends kind of do that little. They call it like the chick flick game. They kind of do this little, um, you know, call and response sort of thing. <laughs> and um, there were a couple movies that were that I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I was kind of proud of myself because I knew most of the movies that she, that we reference in the show, but there were a couple like, um, I'm with Lucy. I'd never seen that huh. movie. In fact, never heard of it. So I was Neither like, oh my I. gosh, still haven't watched it because guess what? Rehearsals are long <laughs> and it's hard to memorize a play as it happens when there's only four people in it. Yeah. Um, so, so we're, you know, I think everybody's noses are in their books right now, but, um, but yeah, there are a couple that I still need to watch, but I think, I think most of us have, seen a good portion of them do you have a favorite movie that you would define as a chick flick um well it gets kind of interesting right because that kind of goes with your first question i am our press people just gave us a little questionnaire to fill out and ask that question as well and the first couple that came to my mind were eternal sunshine of the spotless mind which i wouldn't necessarily call a chick flick but then when you think about it, you're like, oh, but it's about love and like finding the person that you're meant to be with. So totally a chick flick, you know? Well, yeah. And I think that's kind of like separating the idea of a chick flick from a rom-com. I think that's where that right. really becomes important when you're classifying things. Right. In the in the sort of um, periodic table. <laughs> yeah. that, that would be definitely a different branch. Yes. Um, but uh, so that and then Amelie is one of my favorite mm-hmm. Actually, both of those are like some of, like two of my favorite movies, period. And then one I just saw recently for the second time, but I was like, oh, this is totally a chick flick. Um, it's a, a movie called About Time. Have you ever seen that? Uh-uh, I'm not familiar. Rachel McAdams is in it. And um, the guy, oh, shoot, I don't think I can re- recall his whole name. Dominic something, who's one of the Weasley brothers. Uh, Domin Hall Gleason. Redheaded guy, Domin uh, Hall Gleason. Yeah. Okay, I think that's uh-huh. probably who it is. And um, Bill Nye. Of course. And it's a hilarious British story about like family and love and the nature of time and the nature of our like existence and how to make the most of your time while you're alive. It's so good. Yeah, I, rem- I mean, that's not that old. I mean, like three or four years, no. I-, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we've got the breakdown of what a chick flick is and what your favorite favorites are, but reading the description mm-hmm. of this show, it's not just quoting chick flicks and, and having I mean, you know, having a good time in a party. I mean it start like the premise Absolutely. of the show starts there, but like with this description of talking about bringing relationship drama and career crises to the surface, like I can imagine that having a chick flick as a starting off point is a really good way to dive into some really personal things, because even if they are kind of glossed over in the romantic comedy way in the chick flick, like you said, there is a lot of real life stuff that goes on in these movies. And from the way it sounds like your show is, that's kind of being brought to the forefront as well. Yeah. It's, it's funny because like, if you take the way the play is written, it sort of is written 
like a chick flick itself, you know, because it's four women, four best friends, and they're getting together for their, you know, monthly chick flick viewing or however often they do it, you know, and um, everybody just wants to have a good time. So everybody's kind of like pushing down all of the bad stuff they don't want (laughs) to talk about so they can have a good time. And then, of course, it all comes bubbling out from each of us at the end. And of course, it's pleasantly resolved by the time where even if, you know, even if it's not like wrapped up in a pretty little bow, it's, you know, definitely everybody's on their way to <laughs> a healthy life afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like the old, like a chick like it. Right. And the same thing with like, uh, I, not to out anybody's age. Uh, I, I think you and I are the, uh, <laughs> close in the same age. We actually, I'm also a central Ohio native. So I, I know. Oh, really? Yeah. We, we'll talk about that. Don't worry. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to okay. get there. All I'm right. going to get there. Um, it's on the list. Got yeah, it. it's on the list. So, but uh, you know, like in our generation, you're watching like Full House, everything always wrapped up by the end. Right. Same thing with chick flicks. Yes. It sounds like this is kind of like that same ethos. Yeah, it's super classic. Yeah, like a super classic formula, I guess. But it's, you know, four different women. And of course, like each of their stories have to explode a little bit at a different point in the play. And then each of their stories are resolved, um, resolved a little bit by the end. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm excited. Now, let's talk about uh, the cast uh, a little bit, some of whom I'm familiar with, uh, some I'm not. But it, it, if you're playing four best friends who get together and have like a book club for chick flicks, I imagine you've yeah. got to have some some fun in the rehearsal process as well. <laughs> um, yes, actually, it's been um, it's been quite the chick flick rehearsing, actually, because, you know, <laughs> it's it is it is a. Um, a hefty load for any time you have four people doing a show musical or not, you know, it's, it's a lot, a lot of words and a lot of ideas, you know, to happen. And, and it's not even a long show. I think it's 90 minutes, um, no intermission. And, um, but yeah, we've had, I mean, today we've had like spontaneous laughter, like, like church giggles, you know what I mean? Like we shouldn't be laughing now, <laughs> yeah. but well, now we're going to take five minutes to laugh and talk about why we were laughing because we couldn't keep it together. And like spontaneous tears, because like at the end of a, um, a 10 to six day, your brain is so done <laughs> that you're like trying to do a run or trying to learn new material. And it's just like, um, instead of cramming any more information in, the information is going to come out of my eyeballs in the form of tears. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, totally. So it's like every day is a mixture of of forty three different emotions from all of us. Yeah, and that that kind of seems like it sticks with the idea of these uh, movies being multi layered and and even if they might have this title of chick flick that people look down on, there's actually a lot more depth to them as well. So I'm glad that you're carrying right, that theme exactly. into rehearsals too. <laughs> yes, into our personal spaces. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, uh, you guys have your first uh, performance in in a couple weeks. Um, over at, uh, a little nervous there. Did I get, did I make you nervous? Well, yeah, I mean, just just like when you're when you're putting up any show. Yeah. Well, you get to that point where you're like, oh god, oh god, oh god, we go to the theater next week, and we had drums for the first time in rehearsal today. So oh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a lot. It's always. Yeah, it's always nerve wracking until you get that first audience and you're like, oh, we are funny and good and we do have nice voices and our chemistry does work well. <laughs> you know, it's like all those all those doubts that have no reason to be doubts in your mind, but they are. It'll it'll finally goes away when you start performing. But well, and you and, and it's a cliche, I think, when when you're 
putting up a show like this, but especially with a comedy that it's it, like, those are almost the hardest to do without an they audience. Are because Well, and it's so hard to figure out a comedy too, because it really is math. You're like, for some reason, it's funny when I do it, bop, bop, bop. But if I do bop, bloop, bop, then it's not funny. So you have to like be so precise and so on it and so focused, but then also having fun and look, making it look like nothing's really happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's been, it's funny because those are intense. Comedies are intense rehearsals. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's funny. This is not how this, uh, this process has been, but you often hear that like backstage at comedies is like high drama and angry people <laughs> and just like a nightmare backstage. And then dramas are like, everybody's joking around, you know, cause you like need the opposite of what you're yeah. doing sort of. <laughs> um, it has not, luckily it has not been a high drama, like nightmare of a show to put together, but, but yeah, well, that sort of reminded me of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you, you, talked about how like you've got to figure things out and and play with things to get the right feeling and um you mentioned Susie Khan the, the writer she wrote the book music and lyrics has she been in there with rehearsals and been able to tinker with things as you guys oh are feeling things out yes uh not poor Susie but poor Susie because between <laughs> me and Megan Sakura, two of the biggest mouths in Broadway um just ideas and ideas and ideas for days and and loud like you know asking for things and like what about if you know we're like what if this kind of people um so Susie has definitely had to to stand her ground probably more <laughs> more than she thought she would have to in a <laughs> in a fun loving musical um but it's uh no i mean it's it's been she, she's been very accommodating and also very like nope it's got to be this cuz this is what this specific thing means, you know, so she's, she's doing a happy, a happy uh, mix of, of standing her ground and, and acquiescing to our, you know, actor needs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this sounds <laughs> like it's a ton of fun and, and I'm, I wishing you the best for the next two weeks, but I have no doubt that when people get to see it, they're, they're going to love it. Cause it just sounds like such a enjoyable experience at the theater. And I'm excited yeah, to hear all the music it is, too. It is really, it is really fun. The music is super, super catchy there. Like every song is an earworm. My husband, I, I did the, um, the lab of this show. Um, mm -hmm. I think it was last year before um, Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe that's wrong. I don't know. I don't even know where yeah. we are. Where are we in time right now? Um, yeah, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was last and we uh my husband just walked in and i'm gonna tell a story about him um you know it's just like the musical and i was like me and my husband's super supportive he's a musician um rock and roll musician with the band spin doctors and i was like babe i don't know i mean obviously you're gonna come see the show but like it's a it's kind of a girl show and whatever and he's like babe no i'm coming to see it and uh afterwards he was like this show is so good like guys will like this show, you know, yeah. <laughs> we were sort of like, get your girlfriends to come and see how they like it, you know? Um, but he was, he was super supportive and, and definitely, uh, he was like, women might drag their husbands to go see it, but then the husbands are going to be super pleased that they saw it in the end, you know? Yeah. Well, that's kind of how a, a lot, lot of, of theater seems to be anyway. So, uh, I guess that fits yeah. in. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about something that is, is always fascinates me because with the glut 
of Michigan people in the musical theater world <laughs> as a fellow central Ohioan, like how, uh-huh. like, I don't know if you really cared about Ohio state growing up, but you are from Worthington, right? Yes. Worthington, Ohio. I'm from Pickerington. So uh, just on the oh, other yeah. side of Columbus. So it, yeah. it's, it, how do you deal with all of those obnoxious Wolverines? I just can't, I just couldn't <laughs> do it. I just couldn't. I actually don't know sports balls at all. Okay. So for that, my husband just made fun of me for saying sports balls. Um, so that bit of it didn't bother me. But I do have to say, they are some ravenous sports fans. And I'm like, I grew up in Ohio, so we're probably mortal enemies. But, <laughs> you know, that cap looks nice, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. um, I, I also feel like there's like a shit ton of Texans. Hmm. In music theater. Yeah. I feel like it's Ohio, Michigan, and Texas. I don't know what they're, what yeah. they're, uh, what they're, what's in the either. water. Something with like a, a cow or something, yeah, right? Yeah, the Longhorns. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I'm super la- lackluster on that, on the, the sporting questions. That's all right. Is I it- also had good friends, actually, you know, who you should, I, I went to, um, to middle school and high school with Stan Bohorek, who's a Broadway um, mm-hmm. actor as well, musical theater actor. And he went to school in Michigan, uh, so that'd be a good question for him. Uh, I'd rather not. Too. I'd rather. Not. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, 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 I spoke to to Bonnie Milligan, who I, you did the Kinky Boots tour with uh, yeah. a few years ago, and she's also in Ohio and went to Ohio State. So she, I think, she gets the rivalry a little bit more just because she went there. But I'll, I'll excuse you since oh, you right. went to Otterbein. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I didn't go to. OSU. So I didn't, I mean, there wasn't any of that school That's right. School spirit. However, I mean, my family are insane Buckeye fans. So I don't, it just, it skipped me. <laughs> That's right. It I for- skipped me. I forgive you. I forgive you. Um, <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, and one last question before I let you go, I know you had a long day um, of rehearsal, but I, my day job is with Broadway world. So I, I feel like I'm obligated to ask, I <laughs> desperately miss submissions only. And oh, I actually knew there was going to be a question about I, it, too. I, I have to. So is there any chance of, of some sort of reunion? I, I know Kate and Andrew have teased some things at times, but would love to see at least at least a little five-minute thing, get, throw, the, throw the fans I know, out, some crumbs. Great? Well, we were, uh, we were joking about um, making a, uh, you know, like how Sex and the City made movies all of a sudden. We were like, yeah. well, we should do a movie now. Like a movie <laughs> is the next step, obviously. Um, but I don't know, you know, they're, they're busy folks and they're the writers and they're the, I think, um, I think that's a question for them. However, I'm, I feel the same. I'm like, could we please do that again? That was really fun. And I liked all you guys so much. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, we, like, we all got along so well. It was, it's like one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. When it, and it hit right at the right time when, you know, web oh series were starting and it was perfect and, you know, the internet and social media was blowing up. And I just feel like it was the, the perfect synergy of all that stuff for the theater community. And, and, I, just, and just the writing being so, oh, so freaking good. good on top of it. So on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of the perfect storm, huh? Yeah. I love it. I miss it. So but that's a- anybody who's listening, they should just email Kate Weatherhead and um, Andrew Keenan-Bolger and just tell them. Tell them what the people want. Yeah, we need to figure out a hashtag and uh, and get that trending or something, <laughs> yeah, whatever that absolutely. means. So, <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so I'll, I'll let you go on this. 
Chick Flick, the musical, starts performances on February 21st at the West Side Theater. In just like a sentence or two, if you can wrap up what the experience is of seeing this show for an audience member, what what would that be? Just in a little nice little package. I mean, you're going to see a, a musicalized Chick Flick. It's four best friends. They're having laughs. They're shedding some tears. There's going to be some sweet music. Maybe there's a little dancing. You're going to love it. Wait, what What did you say? Oh, there's a drinking game. There's going to be wine. There's going to be tequila. You're going to, you're going to love it. Oh, wow. You're up in the game with yeah. the, uh, with the wine and tequila. Okay. All right. That feels like a necessary. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this after a long day of rehearsal. I really appreciate it. Oh my it. gosh, and, of course. Uh, thank you for calling. And, no, and have a great rest of uh, rehearsals and a, and a great start to the run. Thank you. Hopefully we'll see you at the theater. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Tamanini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And you can reach out to Broadway Radio on both Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. We will have information for Chick Flick, the musical, in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. You can also find Lindsay Nicole Chambers' social media information there as well. Tell Me More is produced and edited by me. Special thanks to Scott Klein and the man without whom none of Broadway Radio is possible, James Marino. Thanks again for listening, and remember, they say nothing lasts forever. Dreams change, trends come and go, but friendships never go out of style. Also, always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more. <laughs>